Welcoming to Jackson Share Sports Radio. It's been a while, but we're back. Ansley Almanor, Fairleigh Dickinson University. Ansley, you are six foot seven, two hundred nineteen pounds, and you play forward for the Knights. This season, you averaged thirteen and a half points, four point eight rebounds, one point five assists, while shooting forty three percent from the field. Wow, Ansley, you're very talented and on an amazing team. I mean, you guys took down one of the best teams in all of college basketball, but we'll get to that later in the show. We got some great stuff coming up. Ansley, welcome to Jackson Share Sports Radio. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. So, Ansley, how did you first get into basketball? Tell me your story. Was there a moment? Was there a point in time that you just got into basketball, or did you just grow up playing basketball? I just grew up playing basketball, to be honest. Since I was like a kid, probably like three, four years old, I've just been playing basketball since then. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, it, it was kind of just right right from Pee Wee level, you know, elementary school, playing playing basketball. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, can you tell me more about, like, what, what the Fairleigh Dickinson basketball program is like? What's a, what's a day in the life looking like in, with Ansley Alenor? I mean, we go – it's not like too crazy. You go to class, go to practice, class, go to some food, maybe come back for film later. Um, take some shots some not nothing too crazy so you i mean you'll wake up at like at what time it depends some days we have to wake up early to watch film like it depends on his mood to be honest oh, but right. <laughs> yeah but usually if, there's, if he's in a good mood i wake up at like nine go to class at 10 practice at like either 12 or 2 and then that's yeah. good what what's a bad mood 6 a.m yeah bad mood is 6 a.m oh, shoot that's not good <laughs> Yikes. 6 that is really bad. Are, are these practices like really intense? Are you guys going all out or is it like? Yeah, we, we, we go hard in practice, but he, he doesn't make it too long. So he likes to, I think he has a good balance. We go hard, not for long, though. Saves our legs for games and stuff. That's why we always ready to play. We always play our hardest. He gets us ready for those moments and stuff. Totally. I mean, it, it's definitely going to be an absence with him at Iona now. You know, obviously yeah, the news coming definitely. in. What are your thoughts on that, man? I mean, that. That's got to suck for you guys. But, I mean, a great great idea, great coaching from him, and a great career with Fairleigh Dickinson. Uh, yeah, like, I'm happy for him. He deserves it. Like, can't get mad at that, you know? Totally. Yeah. I mean, he got he got picked to – I think it was the Division I uh, All-Star – I was like the All-Star game or something. He got picked for that. Like, that's <laughs> that's really cool. You know, that's, that's, that's an accomplishment. Um, so, props to him. So – in terms of you as a basketball player, and then I want to shift to March Madness for a second. What's one word that describes you as a basketball player? Um, versatile. Okay. Why versatile? I can do a lot of things, I feel like, especially for somebody in my size. I can do a lot of things on the floor that a lot of people in my size can't really do. I like that. Okay. I, I got nothing else on that. I like that. Um, so, Ansley, you guys played in the first four of March Madness. In this year's tournament, and I'm wondering what you learned about this performance of playing under pressure. Because I mean, this is th this game against Texas Southern. Before we get to you know all the, all the March Madness against Purdue stuff like that, how was this game? How did you guys deal with pressure? I mean, you had 23 points. What was it? Eight rebounds, five of eight from three point land. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, like we we don't like we try to let let the moment get too big for us. Like we went in that game. We knew what our game plan was. We went and executed it. We, we didn't really care about the crowds or nothing like that. We don't really play to that. We just play for each other, play for us, follow our game plan, and let the rest handle itself. 
Right. I mean, in the the mindset going into that game, I mean, it was just calm, right? You guys had no no nerves. You guys were just thinking like, hey, we got to go take care of business. Exactly. That's exactly how he thought. Totally. And I mean, you could not miss from the free throw line. I know a lot of people like people like Drew Timmy. I get it. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong. Could not make a free throw the other night against UCLA. But that's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Free throw shooting. That's that's kind of what wins games. That in defense. It definitely is what wins games. Not kind of. It definitely is what, what wins games for sure. Love it. Love to hear that. So, I mean, what triggered this three point like just barrage? I mean, a barrage of just threes. Like what what triggered it? You just shot. Yeah, like I did. Like I seen a few openings. Like there a lot of they were miscommunicating on their defensive side. And whenever I seen that, I just. I felt like it was a good time to take a shot, and I was I was just hot that day, so I just kept showing up. And then you you guys made it to the next round into into March Madness. So there you go. Yeah. So I guess the big question on top of that, I mean, I don't even know where to start with this. You guys beat Purdue like that. That's crazy for a second. I was in Paris, like I told you on on text. The basketball gods blessed me. I was it was one a.m. I'm sleeping. I'm dead asleep, and I wake up. Somehow, I wake up at like 1.30 in the morning, and I turn on the Purdue game, and I'm like, holy crap, you guys are winning. I'm like, I just turn on, I'm like, whoa, whoa, this is crazy. So I'm just like, dude, this is nuts. And I couldn't believe that, you know, Purdue was struggling the way they were, you know, especially mm-hmm. shooting and, you know, Zach Eady, of course, 7'4", 7'5". Yeah. Like that, that's a force to not be reckoned with. How did you guys shut him down, you know, while Purdue was shutting or shooting poorly from the field? Oh, uh, we we just that was our game plan. Like we knew that shooting was their weakness. To their con, like looking at the previous games, we knew they weren't confident coming into this game. So we wanted them to if they're gonna beat us, they're gonna have to make a lot of threes. Knowing that they really weren't confident in shooting them threes. And when it came to Zach, we just I made sure I got to his legs, made him uncomfortable. And once he caught the ball, we just swarmed him, made him feel uncomfortable the whole night. And you we see that get to him as the night went on. A hundred percent. I mean that that's what it is when Purdue shooting. I have it here thirty five percent from the field like that's overall they shot I think it was 17 percent I saw from three yeah, like yeah. that is a hundred percent the game plan I, I, you know what I love your coach for making that adjustment you know and, yeah. and seeing like hey Zach Eady's seven four seven five he's the only guy that can shoot on this team let's mm-hmm. shut him down let's double team him the second he gets it down in the paint no one else could shoot that night you guys end up taking the game so describe to me I mean, what's that celebration like after? You guys are going crazy. You got you. Yeah, beat- you're going crazy. It felt great. Like we know we just shocked the world. We made history. Like it's just a surreal feeling. I can't even describe it. But it felt great. We were happy in a moment, and it just was awesome to celebrate with our fans and stuff. I mean, the fact that three New Jersey teams, Princeton, St. Peter's, and now you guys are all beating number one seeds. I mean, you got to be that. That that's the best. You know, that's yeah, yeah. that's March, man. It is. I mean, how does that feel? You know, knocking off one of the, one of the best teams, the number one seed, and there not being any seeds left at the Elite Eight right now. I know. Yeah, that's crazy. This is, it just shows. It goes to show you that college basketball is changing right before our eyes. I mean, it really is. You know, like it, you see something new every year. Last year was St. Peter's. The year before, I mean, you just there's upset after upset. It's never one seed that win. So. Yeah. So, I mean, since you played in March Madness, now we have FAU. You know, FAU's coming up. I know you guys unfortunately lost, but it was a great game, a great fight. Um, lose by a slim margin. That was not a not a blowout, and a lot of people expected that to be a lot 
farther and score. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what's that firsthand experience like against FAU in the round of 32? How do you think they can play in the Elite Eight? Do you think what, – what's your, like, scouting report? They're, they're a great team. Like, they, they're, co- they're poised. They're composed. They don't blink. They make shots. They play fast. They play their game. And they defend like they they know like they know what their strengths are and they make sure that they impose their will on each game and they're a really good team and they're a really good team they know how to win that's that's one important thing in march they really know how to win that is that is one very important thing you need in march is knowing how to win doesn't have to be pretty but you just got to get the win that's it exactly 100 so i mean again they're one of those teams like san diego state first elite eight ever just yeah just ever like that's and you guys played against them, and you guys gave them a fight, and you gave them yep. a run for their money. So, I mean, that says something about not only <clears throat> them, but FDU, you know? Yeah. That's what it is. So, I'm I'm interested to know now, who do you think, out of these eight teams, I've got the eight right here, is going to be crowned champion? I mean, I have no idea at this point. I'd probably go Texas, just because they look strongest. But, I mean, who who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know either. <laughs> I think UConn, UConn looks pretty tough, though. But. See. Yeah, I like I like UConn. I like Texas. I don't know about Gonzaga though. What do you what do you think about Gonzaga? No, they never. It's, it's the same story with every There we go. That's a trap. They're never gonna win. Don't worry. I like that. Uh, so I got two questions left for you. Um, what music do you listen to to get hype before games? Uh, what you guys listen to before March Madness? More of a fun question. So uh, before games, I don't even like have a certain genre or whatever. I just listen to whatever I'm feeling that day. Some days might be rap, pop, old school R&B. Like, it doesn't matter. It just depends on my mood that day. Nothing too crazy. Like, I don't have a certain game. I don't have a certain thing I was to for every game. Was there anything playing throughout the locker room before Purdue or Texas Southern? Um, not. Actually, no. We were just we were just completely focused, just locked in, ready to go. Like, wow. we, we had it. Like, we want to get our job done. Like, we want to get the job done. No, no music. music the entire no. time? Nope. Wow. Kansas State is the complete opposite. That is. Yeah, they are the complete opposite. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, So my last question for you. Thank you for joining me again. Um, My last question is, what's your message to little kids out there, you know, that want to be in the position that you're in? You know, playing at Division One basketball at probably, you know, the highest level in college basketball and beating teams like Purdue, playing teams like FAU, beating Texas Southern, you know, having a great season. and doing well in your conference, you know, just be just being you playing basketball. Um, just like just keep working. Like people are always going to doubt you, tell you you can't do certain things, but don't listen to them. Make sure you have a good support system, and you just keep working, and the work will always show up in the end. One hundred percent, Ansley. Thank you so much for joining me. I know it's been totally crazy. You know, I was in Paris. It's yeah. it's hard to get the schedule right, but you know what? Yeah. We got it done. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Let's keep in touch, man. I appreciate you. I got you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, man. See you later. See you. Peace out. That was Ansley Almanor from Fairleigh Dickinson University. Uh, Very, very interesting interview. Love to hear it. Love to hear them game plan against uh, Zach Eady and Purdue. Just a great, uh, great team, great spirit. And, you know, their coach, just just a great story. You know, that's, that's what March is about. Here it is. He has no idea who he has in the Elite Eight uh, winning the national championship. I will come out with a new episode, uh, probably could be tomorrow or something like that, uh, with 
who I think is going to win the national championship. It is certainly not who I thought it was going to be, but we will give you that. Jackson Shear Sports Radio signing off. Ansley Almanor, Fairleigh Dickinson University. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace out.